on RN Drive. Have you been known to yell at your computer? You can be honest with me. I've done it a couple of times. Well, now they're fighting back. Microsoft's effort to integrate AI into its Bing search engine didn't quite go to plan, resulting in AI behaving badly, nay, bizarrely. Futurist Mark Pesci joins me now. It really didn't go, it, it didn't go very well, should we say. It started well, it ended badly, I think is what we want to say about that. So, as I understand it, the developers have, shall we say, lobotomized Bing chat. The fans aren't happy. Some of the tech reporters I follow on on Twitter or have listened to their podcast have described what they call as a kind of petulant, manipulative, yeah. controlling, love-struck teenager because this is what <laughs> is fed to an, an AI algorithm. Um, what changes right. have they made? All right. So we have to also separate our own projection of what the computer is doing, which is really just trying to it's it's like a very, very advanced version of almost predictive text. Right. It's trying to guess what the right answer is and when it gets it wrong and it's involved in a conversation with you. The thing that is different about these systems, it's not just question response, but it's in a, a conversation. And so there's context. What it looks like is that as that context gets longer, it kind of loses the plot. And if you catch it out, it seems to become, and I think the projection here is it seems to become embarrassed and petulant and angry and maybe calls names. And it's probably not actually happening. It's probably just that it's now starting to find paths to predictions of all of the content that it's read in the Internet, that all of these conversations that between people ended badly because someone took something out of context or someone forgot something. That is such so, an interesting mirror <laughs> to hold up to ourselves because yeah. we all know when you start to make, you make one innocent post on the local community Facebook <laughs> page and within three posts it's just gone absolutely nuclear. AI has figured this out because that's what AI <laughs> dines upon. It's been yes. fed this diet of our terrible, terrible conversations that send into madness. And Andy, if as these systems have, if we had read the entire internet, we would be psychotic too. Let's just <laughs> be clear about that, right? I, I'm amazed they're holding it together as well as they are in a lot of ways. So what Microsoft has now done is said, okay, we're not going to allow you to have these extended conversations. You can basically have five go-bys, right? Five answer, five rounds in a conversation. Actually, overnight, they just extended it to six rounds. They figure that's good for most of the people most of the time. And I think they're probably taking a good look at what happens as these conversations get longer and really do start to run off the rails. It may very well be that this is just a natural shortcoming of the way these systems work. And it may not be that easy to fix, but this is what we're on the brink of learning. Yeah, it's, uh, well, for people like me that have a little bit of a cynical view about the rise of AI and its sort of application, I'm pretty happy that there's a, a little bit of a setback, maybe yeah. something unplugged in the back end until we work out uh, what <laughs> actually it is we're doing here. I, I do want to move on. The US-based not-for-profit research group Reset yeah. has found Twitter accounts pushing Kremlin propaganda have been used uh, and Twitter's new paid verification system has allowed for them and therefore made them more prominent. What do we know about these accounts? So what we know is that they're essentially they're not verified accounts, but 
they're able to get in, even if they're not effectively in Russia, because they wouldn't be able to use a credit card to pay for the accounts. They seem to be rebroadcasting Russian propaganda. And because they are verified, because they get the blue tick, they also get rated higher in the, the feed that you see on Twitter, because Twitter's algorithm will tend to favor verified accounts. So these accounts with this information, and some of this is real disinformation, some of it being retweeted by Elon, these disinformation accounts are now having a disproportionate effect on how news and fake news are spreading inside of Twitter. Is this another sign, really, that Musk's Twitter takeover is accelerating the speed of politically charged misinformation? Look, we were already well on that path, but I think that this is probably greasing the slope. Yeah. And uh, finally, researchers have found the movements we make when using virtual reality can be used to profile us. So my kind of awkward kind of trigger finger, you know, you can get the computer gets an imprint of my awkward body shape and behavior and knows who I am. It it really is. It's much more. All of us move quite uniquely because we have different length arms and legs and necks. And so when we put a VR headset on, even though it feels very private, all of those moves need to be tracked so that the computer can track what you're doing and show you the right thing. And a a wonderful paper was published from Cornell last week where they basically took 50,000 users of virtual reality. And in 100 seconds after putting the head mount on, they could identify uniquely 95 percent of them. Wow, that's interesting. That's as, that's as good as a fingerprint is what they're saying. And as increasingly VR is used in commercial interactions, perhaps, yeah. you know, you go into your local bank virtually and withdraw money, perhaps these biometric information uh, sort of recognitions can be used for authentic- authentication, I suppose. Yes, they absolutely could. And you'd have to think that companies like Meta, Facebook would be looking at because they are the biggest purveyor of VR systems that they can target an ad based on you, even if you haven't signed in as yourself to go, oh, that must be Mark. We know who he is. We know how to target the right kind of virtual ad for him. It's fascinating and terrifying, kind of like the research that came out this week on Wi-Fi. Apparently, uh, garden variety Wi-Fi can help map who's in a room. This is... Oh, yeah. Again, terrifying stuff. Uh, Look, Mark Pesci, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Thank you. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.